Hello, my name's Janae, and welcome to Honest 30, where Alex and I talk about different topics in 30 minutes. We do want to let everyone know that this podcast will have mature and sensitive conversation, so parental discretion is advised. Well, hello, everyone. Today, we get to talk about everyone's favorite subject, sex. Yeah. Actually, it's probably, I think my family is probably the most surprised that I'm going to do a podcast about this subject and that I actually preached about this subject on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a great breakthrough, Janae, since in the beginning of our marriage when we would go stay at your dad's house, mm-hmm. I think part of you really wanted him to believe that you were still a virgin. Like, for like, sure. Like, they're, they're, because it is kind of awkward and it's kind of like, especially for you, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't as concerned about that. But I think that this is huge. Yeah, go for it, girl. Speak yeah. your mind. <laughs> I mean, it's one of these subjects that it's just so big, right? So even when I think about it. And when I was studying it and and preparing my message from Sunday about it, I was just thinking like, there's just so many opinions on sex. Everyone sees it different. Everyone treats it different, approaches it different. Do you know what I mean? Some it's like, yeah, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. We're good. Some are like, oh, I want it like a movie. I want music going on. Some are like, I'm scared to even say the word, like don't spell it. Do you know what I mean? And then some people are like, man, I wish I would have had more of it. And so we kind of got everyone on the spectrum and different cultures see it differently you know what I mean and what's normal for them um and so really I guess when we talk about this subject I just love that we're talking about it yeah I love people looking at it a little bit deeper yeah and not and maybe thinking hmm what I know about this may not be everything and I think treating it like a serious topic yeah because I think it is treated with a lack of depth when you look at it in the media Right. It's kind of just become this relative thing like sex is sex and whatever you feel like it, that's probably right or whatever. But actually, uh, in my opinion, sex can be really incredible, but it also can be extremely destructive. Yeah. Right. And we see that. We see that with sexual slavery. We see that with pornography Mm -hmm. and the scientific data behind the effects of pornography Mm -hmm. on the brain. Not only that, but then the effects of pornography for the actors and actresses that are in the the porn industry. And so we know that sex in the, in the wrong context can be really hurtful to us as humans. Yeah. And I think because people don't talk about it or talk about it, but never look a little deeper or maybe listen to other perspectives, we kind of get caught in our own rut. Um, And if we do turn a blind eye, then stuff like that does happen and we never learn, right? And never grow. And I feel like really go after the best intention of it. Yeah. For what it is. For what I believe, like God created it. Yeah. He he created us. I believe he that created too. sex. Yeah. He gave us all the organs yeah. to produce all the feelings yeah. that we feel when what we a, are having what sex. A scientific word he gave us the organs. Yeah, you know. I love it. I did go to nursing school. Go, Dr. Janae. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nursing school. But, but I just feel like when we get to comfortably talk about it, and I think um, oftentimes Christians really like, it's like, don't talk about it. And maybe other religions too. And maybe some like talk about it all the time. I don't know. But it's one of these things where it's just healthy because yep. it is a very real thing. 
it's something that we will all at least face the the feelings or maybe the changes in our body yeah of or to have it at some point in life, even if we never do have it. Do you know what I mean? And so it's one of those things, it's healthy to talk about and talk about different perspectives and the intention of it and what is God's best when he thinks about sex. Yep, I completely agree. And I think just like anything else, as far as what you're going through on your journey of faith or in community, we always preach and we tell people, to invite people in on your life. Don't be mm-hmm. guarded, don't be defensive, but just open up your life and invite, allow yourself to be known. But a lot of us don't wanna be known in that way, right? Yeah. We don't wanna be able to talk about uh, sexual issues, sexual dysfunction, or the lack of sexual satisfaction or health in relationship, mm-hmm. right? So I think that it's about time that people just start being honest and being okay with just like, we're all broken humans and we're all just trying to figure yeah. this stuff out. And without conversation, we're never going to figure it out. And I, I think the best way to do it is figure it out together. Yeah. So the things that we know about sex, even if we start on this topic, I feel like uh, we know that we're created for it. Yeah. We know that it feels good. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But then everything after that, yeah. there's just a lot of opinions. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, who are you supposed to have sex with? Um, yeah. How I know, often I know are you supposed, supposed to have, to have sex, sex? With. I mean, I hope you know who you're supposed yeah. to have sex with. You know, people are like, who am I supposed to have sex? How often am I supposed to have sex? Yeah. What are okay ways to have sex? Yeah. You know, there's... What is good sex? Yes. What is good sex? How do I learn about sex? Yeah. I, I don't know. There's just so many different things. When I think of myself personally, yeah. um, coming coming into the sex game, no, that's like sounds bad. Yeah, that, that sounds, sounds bad. bad. So Maybe just not the like sex game. Erase that. Maybe coming <laughs> like, into. We'll edit that out. We'll yeah. edit that out. Yeah. No, um, but it's one of those things. When I was thinking, I honestly just didn't think about it that often growing up. I don't know how I learned about sex. I cannot, I couldn't even change in front of my grandma and my mom, like change clothes. So when it came to anyone having a discussion about sex to me, I'm like, that was not going to happen. You know what I mean? I would just like want to leave the room. And so I just, sometimes so you, I no one about, ever sat down with you and no. had the birds and bees talk. But, okay. Yes. No, but yes, I'll say this. Um, in junior high, in the States, at least in Idaho, where I was going to school, in junior high, there's a sex ed class. Mm-hmm. So you can take the general sex ed class, you yep. know what I mean? Like they just show you how things work. Or you can take like the, the advanced. advanced one. I Ooh. didn't take, I opted out of the advanced one. I wow. just took the general. I was I like, wonder I what would they entail fine. in the advanced one. That sounds so I intense. I have no clue. Dude, I don't the know. The 90s were crazy. The 90s were crazy. I mean, right. I liked them. So that's where you learned. So that's where I learned. Um, and then I just never, I didn't really discuss it with people or my friends so you, or anything you sat like and that. watched a video probably produced in like the mid to late 70s. I mean, you and know, and then like, the your teacher is like showing you diagrams and stuff. Yeah. You learn about like sexual, like, um, like different, I'm, I'm forgetting the word. I don't, I don't know, know why. Like different diseases oh, STDs, and different things. Yeah. yeah, STDs. I don't know why I could not think of that. Birth word. control. You learn about birth control. You learn about birth control. So those kind of things, okay. like the basic things. And then and that was it. Yeah. And then it's like I didn't date. I didn't date till I met you yep. when I was twenty-four. Yeah. And so you know, I you 
I'm like, oh, like I'm thinking about my first kiss, but you were my first kiss. Yeah. But I'm like, I wasn't like dreaming about that. You know what I mean? So basically that was kind of how I was kind of led into it. And so I didn't have firm opinions. What I did think, I was like, okay, sex is for marriage. I'm not supposed to have sex before I get married. Yeah. Um, and I was like, okay, check, done. That's fine, whatever. Yeah. And that's about it. And I know for you, you came from maybe a different, you know, background culture of yeah. how you saw it. Yeah. Like, did you talk about it? Did I talk about it? Yeah. Uh, so in our family, it was full on open communication. I'm pretty sure I can remember my mom explaining to me what sex was when I was six or seven years old. Okay. And it was scientific and it was just practical. It was, hey, uh, sex is when a man takes a penis and enters into a woman's vagina and then it's done. And then it was just a very like medical and I was like, okay. And then I was just like, oh, I guess there's the mystery's over. There's, you know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, so... Uh, but then later she started to talk to me like, uh, cause I, I was raised by my mom. My parents were divorced when I was little. Yeah. I think in my earlier pre junior high years, she would say things like, you know, Hey, this is when it's appropriate, when it's not appropriate. And she had kind of talked me through those things a lot. Okay. Um, and that kind of gave me a better grasp. But the crazy thing is while that was happening, I also had the influence of pop culture Right. So, I mean, you know, uh, shout out Dr. Dre, the first album. There's a lot of anatomy on that thing, <laughs> you know. Um, so I think that uh, I think that I had already kind of had a very convoluted idea of what yeah. sex was um, just from media and peers from school. And I didn't really see it as this valuable gift. I saw it as something that was just there for you. Uh, something that you could leverage for a good time. And um, yeah, I didn't really see it in a healthy way. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't see it as special necessarily or sacred or beautiful. And I definitely didn't understand about this connection between sex and intimacy. Mm. No idea. I didn't, I, I mean, I feel like I'm still trying to figure out the connection <laughs> out. But I would say that like for the longest time, I just didn't, that couldn't, that was beyond my comprehension. Sex was a physical act. Yeah. That was it. Any other connection didn't exist, right? Yeah. So yeah, it was different for me growing up than it was different for you. And I think even when I think of when we met and when we were maybe going through pre-marriage counseling and we got married, I still don't think we got it. Like no. the, the, the fullness of what it was. Not even close. You know, but I think as the, the process, and I know that there's still so much that I think God like wants to show us and different things like that. But over the process of us being married in having conversations between each other and with people speaking into our lives, um, different counselor, you know, just different yeah. people that we've Books. talked to that we have allowed ourselves. Yeah. Um, experimentation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Trial and error. You know, you know, um, all those, those of those different things, I feel like we've kind of, grown to see it in a different way. Yeah. Right. Um, and so when you talked about intimacy, yeah, I feel like a lot of people see sex as that is intimacy. Yeah. So like when we think of intimacy, people are like, Oh, I was intimate with that person. Meaning I had sex with that person yeah. or people use it for that. Yeah. Like they're not connecting in different ways. And so they're like, okay, well let's, let's not talk about stuff. Let's just have sex. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or, um, which can be fun for a while. Sure. But the action, <laughs> sure. I mean, you know. But it's short-lived. It is short-lived. And I think it leaves you wanting more. Yeah. 
it leaves it because there aren't the other layers aren't set yeah. in the relationship. Yeah. Well, I've talked to I've talked to married men. Yeah. That have that have that have said my sex life with my wife is consistent. It's regular. It's everything I would want it to be. But then they still have affairs. Yeah. And they still look for a deeper connection with another woman. And yeah. that should in itself be the proof in the pudding to say sex is so much bigger than a physical gratification. Yeah. It's so much bigger than just meeting a physical need. Mm-hmm. Right. Because there's still something longing for you uh, on a friendship level, an emotional connection level, a spiritual connection level. Mm-hmm. And I think that when we treat sex like the beginning of intimacy and the end of intimacy, like it, it's just all encompassing, then we miss out on all those other attributes of intimacy. Yeah. And it, it can kind of ruin it, yeah. right? It can kind of devalue it. And that's not okay either, right? We don't want that to happen. Yeah, that's an interesting thing you said, devalue it, because it is valuable. Yeah. Like God really, I mean, yes, it can, it's, it's what we do and then we can have children, right? Yeah. But also it's this, the, it is like a deep way to yeah. connect. Definitely. It's, it, allows you that you are so vulnerable with a person. Yeah. You're right? naked. You, you're exposed. For sure. Everything's is, hanging out. Right? There's nothing you get to cover up. You're I so mean, sensitive. you can turn the lights out. You're so sensitive. Have you ever been about to make love and then it's like you say something? I know there's been times when like something mm. happens right before and it hurts extra bad. It's like, you know, you know, we'll be like, just let's be real, right? Yeah. We'll be in bed. Things are about to get crazy. And then you'll all of a sudden say, you know, I want you to spend more time with one of the kids. And I'm like, <laughs> what is happening right now? I, I, feel re- I feel all of a sudden demoralized as a father. Uh, whatever mood I was in, it's turned off immediately. I'm like, what yeah. just happened? Yeah. Because I feel like in that state of vulnerability, you're so sensitive. Yeah. Right? You're so fragile. Uh, and you should be. Yeah. And you should be because you shouldn't be vulnerable and fragile with everybody. You should be vulnerable and fragile with someone you know that, and they know you and they treat your vulnerability and your fragility as something precious. Yeah. And they're sensitive with it. Yeah. Right. And that's so important. Yeah. I think that would be the best. Yeah. Right. If we look on a scale of good, better, best that would be the best option and type of is where you're vulnerable. Someone is taking that vulnerability and really like, man, I'm valuing this as well as they're sitting there being vulnerable um, and that you guys can share that together. And I think the person in, in the act of sex, like this should be a loving thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, It really, I know that today it's like, oh, I'm just trying to, in today's talk about sex, I hear it a lot, right? It's like you just want to kind of solve a problem or be able to satisfy a craving really quick that you have. But really, I think in the intention of it is to be a loving act. Yeah. Right? Between two people that do love each other. And when you think of, man, how far do you go or what's okay within that? Well, I would I would just ask your, your partner, right, is – do they feel loved by this? Yeah. You know, is it something that's hurting them? Probably, you know, not the best. Um, is it something where, do, do they feel comfortable in yeah. this? You know, do they feel like you are serving them, that you're thinking about them? I don't yeah. know, what would you say to that? Um, I mean, I agree to that. Yeah. <laughs> right, like I, I, the best sex you with you know. is the sex when I feel like you're wanting to serve me. Yeah. I'm like, yes, please. You know what I mean? So I 100%, but if it's, if it's not that, if it, that's the thing. 
anytime it's not treated as something valuable and something special, I inherently internalize that I'm not valuable and that mm. I'm not special to you. Yeah. Like that's the honest truth, right? If you come at it at an angle where it's like, I don't, I'm not into this. I don't want to do this. This isn't important to me. Yeah. I receive that as you're not, I'm not important to you. Yeah. Right. And I think that that comes with, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. You should be sensitive when you're vulnerable. Yeah. Right. That's not like, I feel like what's hot, what's hard in our world is we've become so calloused in our hearts yeah. where it should be like, no, just get over it. No, don't mm. get over it. Like vulnerability is, is super important to us as humans, yeah. right? And we should be with someone who honors our vulnerability and treats it as something special, Yeah. right? I would say that there, in times when I haven't seen vulnerability or sex as something special and something beautiful is I've treated it like a withdrawal, and a, a deposit and withdrawal system, okay. right? And as a guy, I know that there's guys out there that can relate to this. Like you take your wife out or, you know, if you're not married, if you're just you're mm -hmm. talking about your girlfriend, you take your girlfriend yeah. out, whatever. You take her out, you do all the right things. You might even buy her a present and you're making all these investments, these deposits, and you're thinking, I'm about to make a withdrawal. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. going to be a good withdrawal, right? But I think that that just devalues what sex is. And, and I think that that really leads to unhealthy sex, right, and, and, in a relationship. But I would say that the better perspective, right, is when I have seen sex, instead of seeing it as a withdrawal that I'm making out of the bank after I make some deposits, I see it as kind of an, a return on an investment, almost like interest. Yeah. Right, because I'm not taking anything back out, right, but it's actually the fruit of those investments, mm. It's the climax when you've built intimacy and connection in all these other areas yes. and you've served a person. Yeah. And then the natural reaction and response is, boom, great sex. Mm. That's when it has always been healthy. That's, That's so when good. it's always been satisfying. Yeah. Right? Because we've had, we've definitely had sex where I walked away feeling unsatisfied yeah. because like I, I treated it like something physical mm. alone. Right. But that's the thing is, and I, and I feel like maybe I'm not manly enough, but guys, you need to be able to be real and honest enough with yourself to know that even for guys, sex isn't just physical. Yeah. Right. That you do desire emotional connection with your mate. You do desire a uh, spiritual connection with your mate, mm -hmm. friendship. And when those are in place, which they should be because anything valuable, you're okay with doing the hard work on. Right then it is everything it should be. Yeah. Sex is satisfying. It's beautiful. It is, uh, is kind of like glue. It can bring you closer together in your marriage, can unify you yeah. behind things that you are struggling with. And it's really, really, really great. That's right? so good. And something you, we were talking about vulnerability and you were talking about, and I, I had this picture in my mind because I think for me, when we, when we look at the layer of intimacy, like how does that happen? I think for me, um, when I've seen kind of allowed myself to be vulnerable in front of you before I was ever, ever naked in front of you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know if that happened though. You weren't vulnerable. I feel like you were naked. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's when I think we've had the best sex Yeah. is as the years have progressed. And I'm not saying this was overnight. Like for me, I was really closed off yeah. for so long. It was me and God. And like, I kind of had a wall around people and it part, it's partly my personality too. Yeah. I like to kind of figure it out and hash things out. It's like 
with God and not allow people in on it because probably I uh, partially just a fear of being vulnerable or people being like, Which I don't get it. I don't get you. Because you're so relationally good. Mm. You've always been so good relationally, but it never went deep. Right. You were like, you, well, you, not you, never, you, but, but it, you, the, it's wall, a lot the walls were it. up. It, the yeah. hard, it was harder for you to put the walls down. Yes, for yeah. sure. And so that's what I mean. Like, so for me, part of building that intimacy with you was letting you in way before the bedroom. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Was actually having conversations where I, I didn't have everything figured out, but I actually talked to you about it. Yeah. And that was really hard for me. And honestly, what even felt more, I felt more naked, more vulnerable than probably I ever had before, letting you in um, to those parts of me. How many years did that take? I mean, I can it's remember. been taken years. <laughs> I mean, that was like, I, I think I that, that probably happened in our like, in our sixth year, seventh year of marriage, maybe? Probably, which is so crazy, right? And, and I know a lot of other couples, or if you've been with someone for a long time, whether you're married or you've just been in a... a relationship with them, but you're not married, whatever that looks like, this may have happened. This may be easier for you. Cause I think for some personalities it's, it's easier, easier, right. Than others, but just taking it to a personal level. I know for me, it, it that was really hard to let you into some of those spaces, Exposed. letting you see exposed, letting you see the spots that I didn't have figured out or that maybe weren't so nice about me right or yep. some thoughts or some attitudes that I had um so yeah I think a lot of times that intimacy starts there it's good conversations even even talking about sex with your partner the person you're having sex with can build intimacy oh my gosh so the Gottman research group yes they put out Gottman. data that was like the best way to increase good healthy sex in your relationship is to talk about it. And I know that that's so hard for some people, mm -hmm. right? And, and actually in our relationship, it's easy for me. And would you say that's hard for you, Janae? Uh, yeah, I, uh, yes, Mr. <laughs> Evans, I would, yeah. Right, so they always say that you should talk about it before, during, and after. There should be communication through the whole thing. Uh, the communication before, if I remember correctly, uh, the communication before is more kind of, uh, it can be like more directive, like, hey, I, I would like to do this, or this is what I want to do, mm. you're, where you're kind of communicating your hopes, your desires, your expectations, right? During is more encouraging communication. Like you don't want to, the kind of communication you wouldn't want to do during sex is like, uh, stop that, or I don't like that, or, but it's more encouraging, like, oh, please try this, or this would feel better, or like that, okay. right? And then after sex, it's kind of like the debrief. We were like, hey, you know what? Like we tried that, but that, I wasn't really into that as much. And like maybe next time, like let's do this instead. Or you know what I mean? I yeah, think that, or yeah. affirmation. Like that was fun. That was awesome. You know yeah. Like, oh, I, I really know. liked it when you did that. Yeah. Right. And that is, I mean, that's just so powerful. Like if, I, and even if you're uncomfortable in your relationship, and I obviously, it's easier for me to say this. You should be the one saying this. Yeah. Uh, even if you're uncomfortable, I would say make it a goal to move past your uncomfort, your discomfort, and really try to articulate these things with your, with your spouse, right? Like really yeah. get it out and say like, hey, like this is what felt good or this is, that is huge. It's, it's not just our opinion. This is scientific data, research data, right? So this is, this is good stuff. Yeah, and something, because 
we talked a bit about it in marriage context. And I think because there could be people, I know that we've talked to a lot of people that are not aren't married. married, are not married, you know, or, or maybe they haven't had sex yet, but they just, they are wondering about it and talking about it. But I don't know when you're, when I, I this is something that I would put out there. If you are thinking about having sex with someone, but they, like you haven't had other conversations that you felt like you were vulnerable with that person. Like, I don't, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe, maybe hold off because if I'm looking, I want everyone to be able to have great sex, right? And have the best sex life. Bottom line is there's marriages and even though in the context, we believe that that's like the con, like how God or his intention, it's for marriage, yeah. right? But there's still people that have really horrible sex lives yeah. and they're married, right? Yep. Um, and so when it's I really think sad. about when people can start getting a healthy viewpoint on yep. sex is before, right? It's before they choose their partner. What are and some before- of the things that you feel like have caused, like that have caused issues where where there's lack of health in someone's sex life. Mm, wait, will you say that one more time? What? Are, why? Why? Why do you think some couples struggle with healthy sex? What gets in the way? Uh, I think they don't spend time with one another. Yeah. Um, I think they, yeah, like you said, and in, in another one of the podcasts on relationship, like they don't make each other priority. Oh yeah. Right. They don't communicate with one another yeah and I feel like with these different things they don't they don't really want to serve the other person they're just trying to get what they want yeah out of it so when it comes to sex especially yeah right they're like I just want to feel good yeah like so help me do that yeah you know what I mean um but I think when you can both come to it and be like I want this person to feel good as well as I want to feel good yeah do you know what I mean? If we're talking about the the physical action and the pleasure that comes from it, yeah. you know, I think there's a whole lot of other things that go into feeling good in life. But when we talk about sex, I think it's those different things and probably a whole lot more that aren't coming to my mind right now. What about for like past experiences? What past about like, experience. like what about some, cause this is the thing that I run into a lot with guys. Yeah. Not to say that girls don't watch porn all the time. Lots of guys watch porn. And then because of that experience that that is the imprint of sex or mm-hmm. sexual behavior on their mind, then they want that from their mate. They want that from their partner. Mm. But porn is fantasy. It's not real. Yeah. It is not true. So you're trying to take an unrealistic cookie cutter and put it on your relationship. And Completely. you're bound for disappointment. Yeah. Right? You're bound for frustration. You're bound to make the other person person feel undervalued or rejected. Um, I wouldn't just even leave that to porn. I think that you can have sexual experiences in different relationships. And maybe you have a girlfriend that did things this way and then you get married or you, you're with somebody else and they don't do things that way. Yeah. And you, you, it frustrates you or it's hard for you or it's difficult for you. I think that kind of stuff can be really, really challenging. Yeah, I think that's so good. So when we talk about expectations, yeah. right? And this is part... This is part of intimacy building too. Yeah. Like that we would share our expectations. Yeah. How many times are we disappointed because of an unmet expectation, but that was never said? It yeah. was never communicated, right? And I think this happens a lot in sex. 
um, and in relationships. But even more, the thing that you said at the end, we compare people to other people or even if they're fantasies. All people, some people like movies, right? And they're yeah. watching different movies or uh, romance novels and you know, they're thinking it's going to be like that, or maybe it's porn, or maybe it's another relationship. But I feel like you have to go into every relationship value, valuing that person. Uniquely. For, uniquely for who they are. Yeah. So we can't really compare people or be like, the experience is going to be the same because this is a different person, right? And it com- goes back to valuing people and their differences, and especially uh, your partner or the person that you're choosing to be so intimate and vulnerable with that you would be like, this is, this person has, is, is different, is unique. And for me, I would look, has been crafted by God in this way. Right. In your opinion for women, what do you think those past experiences are that just wreck them? But I mean, it kind of like it, it kind of, uh, you know, it kind of makes you lose the race before you start. Mm-hmm. You know, because the first things you talked about that got in the way, those are things that are like operational, right? Those are things that you can change, yeah. that you can work through together. But what are the things that kind of hurt you before you even start the relationship or the sexual relationship? What are those things that you think that can kind of get in the way? Uh, I mean, yeah, I, th- I, I think it's it's the same. It can just look different for each person. So and and I don't think it's limited, you know, guys with porn and girls with movies or or novels it could be all intertwined and past relationships but just like you were saying but I know for a lot sitting down with a lot of women right I I sit down with a lot of women you sit down with a lot of men we sit down with a lot of couples um I think yeah just this this fantasy of something like of of the ideal oh yeah man yeah Wherever that comes from. Yeah, what what they look like. How like you they watch Instagram act. at some other pastor that like spends all day playing Legos with his kids, and you're like, sure. why doesn't Alex play Legos with his kids? <laughs> I mean, I don't. Why doesn't why what man look at that? Like he's you know such a good dad, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah exactly. Or or anything else. People can take all different kinds of example and and put it into their fantasy. Yeah. But the bottom line is like, we aren't all perfect. Yeah. We, we, none of us are, and we're not, none of us are going to get it right all the time. But what we can do is work together and grow and be the healthiest versions of ourselves. And if you're in a relationship, you can grow and try to have the healthiest relationship. And that's it. I think that that's the bottom line is if two people commit to being the healthiest best versions of themselves Mm -hmm. then whatever they make together is going to be healthy yes right so thank you guys so much we love you we love being able to talk about sex with you today uh we hope this has helped we hope that you have fantastic sex that is rejuvenating and is deep intimacy with your well you want to say something and for all of you, because I know we have people probably listening on all different parts of the spectrum. If you haven't had sex yet, it is a big deal. Don't let anyone tell you that it's not, right? And so you can ask good questions, find out more about it, get different perspectives on different things. Because um, I know people hear different things from all over the place. And for the marriages, like Alex said, says we really want you to have great sex and for everyone in between i think the more we dig deeper and and look a little deeper at 
the intention of sex and what good sex is and God's best, I think the healthier it will be. We love you guys and we will talk to you soon.